Amen. Thank you very much, Sister Carol. All right. So it's time for reflection. Reflection from last week, please. Last week, um, October 11th. Uh, yes, please. <laughs> sorry, last week, October 11th. <coughs> sorry, Dr. Paul. You expound on Genesis 47 from verse 6 to 12. And he said, this passage takes us to a place where we see a number of years where Joseph was placed. He was placed into slavery for 17 years. And he was 17 years when he got sold into slavery. Seven, he said, is a, is a powerful number. At the age of 33, <coughs> sorry. Drink some water. <laughs> Drink some water, please. I'm sorry. <coughs> so sorry. You said, um, at the age of 33 years. I'm just drinking. Okay, um. So sorry, I don't know what's happening. Be all right. <laughs> At the age of 33 years, his mother and his father bowed down to him. And that was a manifestation of one of the dreams that he had, where he saw the sun at the moon. I don't know if I have to pause for a little bit. Uh, I'm sorry, 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 sorry. Drink some water. I did, Dr. Pauline. All right. Then take a deep breath. Mm. Yes. All right. Okay. <laughs> yeah, that was a manifestation of one of the dreams that he had. 12 is a complete number. Jesus had 12 disciples and Jacob had 12 sons. Jacob lived in Israel for 17 years. He said, when God makes promises, uh, someone has to bear the pain. And the pain that we are bearing, sometimes it's not even for us, but it's for generations to come. Our children, and our children's children. Uh, because um, a promise was given to Abram, as we know. And it went on down to Jacob. And to his son, you know, Joseph, who, who carried the pain, you know, for some of it to manifest. When Joseph's brother came to Egypt, they could not recognize him. Uh, you know, they didn't know it was their brothers. You know, you ask the question, he said, how could they recognize him even by his voice? Because sometimes in a family, you know, siblings, they have um, some similarity in the way they talk. You know, but he couldn't rec they couldn't recognize him as his brother. 
after suffering for 17 years, he saw his brother who could not, you know, recognize him. And I thought about that, you know, but then after he's, you know, being there for 17 years, you know, taking on some of their culture and, you know, the way they would, you know, the apparel that they wear and stuff like that, you know, I'd see why, you know, they couldn't, you know, really recognize who he was. Uh, lies will contaminate our destiny. Lies is the cause of sin in this world. The serpent lied to Adam and Eve by telling them that if they eat the apple, they would be like God. But it was lies and deception because they were already created in God's image and his likeness. <clears throat> Abraham had suffered for his children to inherit his promises. None of Joseph, which I said again, and I'm reading, you know, just none of Joseph's brothers could recognize him because of their lies. You know, the lies that they told that he was dead and the father had to live with that lie for over 30 years. Look at the war today, you know, and look at the churches today. You talk about the war mm -hmm. that is happening in Ukraine, you know, between Ukraine and Russia. And, you know, you said they are relative, they are related. <clears throat> and even you went on to say that uh, Putin, which was very interesting to me, um, was from the tribe of Hitler. And we, you know, we know the history and, you know, we know about Hitler. You know, he put Jews, he fumigated Jews, he put them in the gas chambers. You know, he was very wicked, he was cruel. And, you know, when you said that about Putin, I, you know, I opened my eyes. I was like, really? No wonder he does some of the things that he do. You know, you said Joseph forgive them, but they, they are still praying for their sins. So we must read the Old Testament all the time because some people would, know, would say it's better to read the New Testament. Some people, you know, don't even believe in the New Testament. They, you know, they believe and rely on the, you know, the Old Testament. You know, we have hear, heard people who say the Bible is old and that it needs to be rewritten and some things about the Bible need to be changed. But we know that the word of God, you know, doesn't change. The word of God, you know, it's the word of God and it stands forever, you know. So God sent Jesus Christ to correct and redeem us by the shedding of his blood. Egypt became a place of refuge. You said, are we still lying? You know, as Christian, are we still lying? You know, because you taught us, and you know, that when we lie, we align ourselves with the kingdom of darkness. Are we still bitter? Are we running away from salvation? Because when we run away from correction, when we run away from the truth, we are running away from salvation. Where are we running to was another question that you asked. And, you know, if we're running anywhere else apart from to God, what could happen to us? You know, because when we run away from God, we run away from under that umbrella. And anything could happen to us. Evil could befall us, you know, by running away from God. So the same revelation God gave to Joseph, he gave the same revelation uh, to, I believe he said to Pharaoh. You know, they had the same rev, uh, revelation. So we need to understand some paradigm in the Bible. God is a covenant keeping God whose covenant does not change. We all will be aware that Adam has his first promise 
child at age 99 years old. He had gone through many challenges, but God did not take away this take take away his sight. We must be careful of what we see, what we hear, and what we fear. Joseph's coat of many color was preparing him to be the administrator, the administrator general of the United Nations. You know, um, his father gave him that coat, and I'm pretty sure when he got that coat, he didn't realize what that coat, you know, signified. He did not realize what that coat meant, not knowing that he was gonna, you know, the coat, you know, of many colors was representing the nation, you know, of this entire, you know, world. Forgiving one another is preparing our life for righteousness. Lies are the characteristic of Satan. Unity and oneness is the characteristic of the Holy Spirit. Let us talk over our disagreement and stop lying and striping. The spirit of hurt is the spirit of Satan. When we harbor hurt, we are withdrawing ourselves from what God asks us to do. And you know, um, Jesus Christ died on the cross and he forgave us of our sin. So when we hold on to unforgiveness, when we, when we hold on uh, to hurt, we are holding on to unforgiveness. And when we hold on to unforgiveness, who are we to hold on to unforgiveness when Jesus Christ forgave us? for our wrongdoing, for what we do wrong. So, you know, we have to, you know, uh, let go of our unforgiveness and forgive. The Jews are the tribe of Judah and Benjamin. Um, you know, not, not, every, not every Israelite as we were taught by you, Dr. Pauline, are Jews, you know? So we should, uh, we should uh, seek to, resolve matter as soon as possible you know not that offenses won't come but when it comes we should make every conscious effort to resolve it as soon as possible salvation is to correct our life that the thief will not steal again that the liar will not tell lie again we will learn the meaning of redemption we must go to church because we are convicted of the holy spirit we're not going to church because you know we just well, some people do just go to church, you know, just because they want to look cute, just because they want to look pretty, just because their neighbor are doing it, just because it's the right thing to do. But we should go to church because we are convicted of the Holy Spirit. As Joseph forgave, Lord, help us so that we too may forgive. And I'll stop there, Dr. Pauline. Thank you. I'm sorry for my coffee. Shall we appreciate, shall we appreciate Evangelist Sarah? Are people online? Hello? <laughs> ah. All right. Another reflection, please. Thank you very much, Evangelist Sarah. Thank you. You're welcome, Dr. Pauli. Another reflection, please. All right, if there is no more reflection, then we carry on. Mm -hmm. 
Welcome to the Garden of Wisdom for the Gathering of Wisdom Bible Studies. The Garden of Wisdom is a place where we discover and dig out the knowledge that leads and directs us on the path of righteousness to fulfill our divine destiny. Please repeat after me. I am here in the Garden of Wisdom. Gather wisdom. Drink from the well of wisdom. From the well of wisdom. Receive instruction. Receive instruction. Direction. And guidance. According to the plan and purpose. According to the plan and purpose. That the Lord has predestined for my life. I receive it. 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 I receive it all in Jesus' name. I receive it all in Jesus' name. Amen. All right. We shall continue where we stopped yesterday. Where we stopped last week. All right. Today we are going to be reading and excuse me. Today we are going to be seeing an interesting episode. I have been saying and I'll repeat again. Always write down your dreams. No matter how it sounds, what it looks like whether you are sure of it or not, please write down your dreams because a time will come. You will start seeing that everything that is happening to you has already been spoken, has already been revealed. God reveals to redeem. He reveals to his children what he will do and he's a loving father. As a loving father, he would never leave and forsake us. He speaks to us every now and then. Whether we are listening or not, God speaks. Whether we are hearing or not, God speaks. Whether we like it or not, God speaks. And so we need to write down our dreams and date our dream. The same way when we take, when we are teaching, take note, Write down dates. Make sure you date every message because something will happen and you start realizing that you are the one at fault because the Lord spoke, but you did not take notes and because you thought it was a foolish dream or you shared it to somebody who said, oh, forget about it because the person too does not understand what you are dreaming and what you are receiving. So take note and take heed. Genesis for today, we are looking at Genesis 47, verse 13 to verse 20. I read, now there was no food in all the land for the famine was very severe so that the land of Egypt and the land of Canaan languished 
by reason of the farming. And Joseph gathered up all the money that was found in the land of Egypt and in the land of Canaan in exchange for the grain that they bought. And Joseph brought the money into Pharaoh's house. And when the money was all spent in the land of Egypt and the land of Canaan, all the Egyptians came to Joseph and said, give us food. Why should we die before your eyes? For our money is gone. And Joseph answered, give your livestock. <laughs> give your livestock. And I will give you food in exchange for your livestock if your money is gone. So they brought their livestock to Joseph. And Joseph gave them food in exchange for the horses, the flocks, the herds, and the donkeys. He supplied them with food in exchange for all their livestock that year. And when that year was ended, they came to him the following year and said to him, we will not hide from my Lord that our money is all spent. The heads of livestock are my laws. There is nothing left in the sight of my Lord, but our bodies and our land. Why should we die before your eyes? Both we and our land, buy us and our land for food. And we with our land will be servants to Pharaoh and give us seed that we may live and not die and that the land may not be desolate. So Joseph bought all the land of Egypt for Pharaoh, for all the Egyptians sold their fields because the famine was severe on them. The land became Pharaoh's. <laughs> ah, you know why I'm laughing? I am laughing because Hey, I only hope people are taking note of all the teachings we are given about Joseph and forgiveness. When we don't forgive, when we take the word of God lightly, we become foolish. When we don't forgive and we take the word of God lightly, we become foolish because there is a time of manifestation. And there are things that I have been saying over and over, and some people think I am giving too much repetition. But the Bible says, faith coming by hearing and hearing by the word of God. So if I have been repeating certain things and you think, oh, the Bible studies is not lively, please take notes. You are going to see something that I have repeated in the past two years, since 1920, during the COVID. And up to now, I am still repeating because we need to hear faith coming by hearing and hearing by the word of God. Now, look at the story of Joseph here. 
Now, last week, uh, last two weeks, we realized that when Joseph's family came to him in Egypt after he called for them, he did something very interesting. He told his father and his brothers that he will give them the land of Goshen because the Egyptians dislike shepherds. They don't like shepherds and they don't wanna have anything to do with shepherds. So he's separating them from the Egyptians and sending them to Goshen. So they will stay on their own. So they'll be by themselves. So they'll be together. So they can unite and they can work together. So when they got to uh, Pharaoh sent for Jacob. And when Pharaoh asked Jacob, where do you want to stay? Jacob was submissive to Joseph, was obedient to Joseph, honored Joseph, respected Joseph, and did exactly what Joseph told him to do. So when Pharaoh asked him, where do you want to stay? He told Pharaoh, we want to stay in Goshen. Now, I have been telling the story of how Goshen was the place where they had to be together so that on the day they have to leave Egypt, there will not be confusion. They'll be able to find themselves and move together when the trumpet to sound and tell them, get out of Egypt, let my people go. They all didn't know that there would be a voice that would say, let my people go. But Joseph saw into details what will happen after 400 years, not four years, not four months, but after 400 years, more than 40 years, when he will not be alive, he gave a standard instruction and they had to observe that instruction year after year, decade after decade, generation after generation. They kept the laws, they kept the instruction they obeyed every detailed instruction that Joseph gave, the Joseph they hated, the Joseph they envied, the Joseph they didn't want to respect and honor, the Joseph they sold into slavery. Everybody listen to me very carefully because we also, you and me, we are about to enter into the same paradigm because God has been showing me some stuff and last two years, I said, please always make sure you have food at home. I have been saying it, everybody, including myself, always have water, always have food at home. Buy rice. And every now and then, you buy new ones to replace the old ones. Shifting cultivation, make sure. Because I have been seeing some revelations and I am saying that we are going to enter into a dangerous time. 
that even Joe Biden cannot help us. No president in America can help us. Christians, this is the time for us to stay with the word of God. This is the time for us to fear God. This is the time to be careful not to allow bitterness, hatred to enter our hearts and our environment. I hope everybody is listening to me because the Lord is showing me some stuff. I've been wondering why have we been on forgiveness for over one year and people are still bitter. People are still angry. People are not showing up. People are not responding. People are behaving as though they are doing Pauline a favor by coming on the teaching line. But listen, you are not doing me a favor. It's the same thing that happened during Joseph's time. Last week, we looked at the numbers. 17, 17, 17, 13, 13, 13, and various numbers. But today, I'm not going so much into numbers, but I want you to observe something. Here, we are being told in Genesis 47, verse 13, the number 13 and 7 is showing up again. Now, there was no food in all the land for the famine was very severe, so that the land of Egypt and the land of Canaan languished by reason of the famine. Languished. Hey, I am seeing America languishing because, oh my goodness, Ukraine is a land of famine. Grains, a lot of the grains that go across the world is from Ukraine. Ukraine, India, and most of the Arab nations are grain producers. And since the war, things are happening. Iron ore has become very expensive. So many things are happening. And I want you to see it in the scripture that we are reading. That as far back as 10 years earlier on, that is in Genesis chapter 37 from verse five, listen. Genesis 37 verse five says, Joseph had a dream. And when he told his brothers, they hated him even more. They hated him even more. He said to them, please listen to the dream I had. He was begging them, please listen. Just like I'm begging you now. Please listen, take notes, write today's date. Verse seven, Genesis 37 verse seven. Listen very carefully here. And if you have a Bible, just mark it. We were tying grain into bundles out in the field. And suddenly, mine stood up. It remained standing while your bundles gathered around my bundle and bowed down to it. Then his brothers asked him, are you going to be our king or rule us? They hated him even more for 
his dreams and his words. Then he had another dream and he told it to his brothers. Listen, he said, I had another dream. I saw the sun, the moon, and 11 stars bowing down to me. When he told his brother, his father and his brothers, his father criticized him by asking, what's this, what's this dream you had? What's this dream you had? Will your mother and I and your brothers come and bow down in front of you? Rolling back to verse 37, uh, 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 Genesis 7, verse 7. We were tying grain into bundles out in the field. And suddenly, mine stood up. It remains stunning while your bundles gathered around my bundle and bowed down to it. Now look at Genesis 47. <laughs> 10 chapters later, that is 17 years later, Joseph was 17 when he had that dream. Now, 17 years later, when he was 33 years old, this dream will be manifested. This dream will be manifested. Now there was no food in all the land. Genesis 47 verse 13. Now there was no food in all the land. But the famine was very severe. So that the land of Egypt and the land of Canaan languished by reason of the famine. And Joseph gathered up all the money that was found in the land of Egypt and in the land of Canaan in exchange for the grain that they bought. And Joseph brought the money into Pharaoh's house. Mm. Mm. <laughs> and when the money was all spent in the land of Egypt and in the land of Canaan, you know, they were in Canaan before he told them to come. And now there is no food in Canaan. They hated him for telling them what was going to happen. Instead of them to pray, I know people who hate me, don't want to see me, don't want to step over Kana's house because I told them the truth. Because the Lord revealed to redeem. Instead of them to receive the re redemption that that revelation has, they withdrew from over Kana's house. They withdrew from me. They don't want to have anything to do with me. And I have been saying it since last year. Everybody, make sure you have food, at least rice, every month. Buy another one and eat the one that is at home. Make sure there is always food in your house. Flour, get the flour. Keep some of the flour. And every month, exchange it. A time will come, you cannot find bread to buy. I am seeing this morning the revelation I had was terrible. Was terrible. You know, we are fasting and praying against death. This death is not only physical death. 
is not only physical death. It has been impressed on me to go on a certain kind of fast because I have to cover those who are faithful and honest in overcoming house against what is coming. I have, to, I have to cover, you know, I may not look big. I may not be on television. I may not have 1,000 people for congregation, but God said, where two or three are gathered. It is not the number of congregation that you have that will take you to heaven. It's how faithful and honest you, 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 you have been. Those who are paying fight, be faithful in your fighting because something is about to happen. That Joe Biden cannot help anybody. No politician can help you. It is the word of God that you know. You shall know the truth and the truth shall make you free. So see, 17 years later, they will come together because of what the manifestation of the revelation. Sometimes the trial we go through with one another, the challenges we go through with one another is because God want to manifest something in you and in me, something, something that is beyond us, something that we cannot control. If you are running away from me, you better be careful because I am telling you the truth. I may not be on TV. I may not have 1,000 member congregation, but God has sent me. God has sent me. I started going on the street to preach at the age of 13. And everything God ever told me has come to pass. I am not boasting. Just write down what I'm saying. Write today's it down and mark everything I have been saying. And we shall all live to see as the children of Jacob. Israel lived to see what Joseph told them. Now look at it. Genesis chapter 37 verse 7 is being manifested here. In Genesis 47, 10 chapters later, give us food. Why should we die before your eyes? For our money is gone. Listen, there is no point for you to be saving money. Buy food. Because very soon, the government will be controlling how much we spend. The last year, Joe Biden said something. I heard it. He was making a speech. One of the speeches he makes. He said that we are going to start controlling how much money we have in our account and how we spend it. And I'm seeing it in this scripture that the government of America is going to start oh, controlling how much money we have in our account and how much money we spend at a certain time. You know, the bank have started. You may have $1,000 in your account they will not permit you to withdraw more than a certain amount at a certain time. They've already started it. And people are complaining that it has started. And Joseph answered, verse 16, give your livestock, give your livestock, which means give your dogs, your animals, your, 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 your sheep and everything. You know already, 
they have separated themselves in Goshen. The children of Israel are in Goshen. And the, and the, and the Egyptians do not want to have anything to do with shepherds. So God will give Joseph wisdom to now take every livestock in Egypt and give it to his brothers in Goshen to manage all the livestock because he took it from them. And Pharaoh had already made the children of Israel the caretakers of his livestock. Hey, you see wisdom? May the Lord give us the kind of wisdom he gave to Joseph. Give your livestock and I will give you food in exchange for your livestock if your money is gone. So now you see, when Joseph, they were hating Joseph for telling them the truth. They hated him, they disliked him, they sold him into slavery. But because of the fear of God, he did not allow their behavior, their character to hinder him. That's why I say in Overcomer's house, we will continue to pray for everybody. We will continue to pray because your behavior will not stop me from going to heaven. And your attitude will not stop me. Nobody's behavior or attitude will stop me from going to heaven. I'm going to do what God has called me to do because God has spoken. What God has spoken, nobody can change it. The word of God that his speech shall not return unto him void, but shall accomplish the purpose of which he is spoken. The revelation I had between Sunday and today is too much. And I'm seeing it in this passage. Give your livestock and I will give you food in exchange for your livestock if your money is gone. So they brought their livestock to Joseph. And Joseph gave them food in exchange for the horses, the flocks, the herds, and the donkeys. He supplied them with food in exchange for all their livestock that year. Are we hearing? Are we understanding? You know, up to today, Israelites are the great owners of livestock all over the world. Whether, you see, uh, whether it doesn't matter which country they are, they are always farmers and they are still farmers. God has blessed them with wisdom. I remembered when we were doing geography when I was in high school. And if I can remember specifically in 1976, we were studying livestock. And I remembered that teacher, Mr. Entry said that Australia has a whole lot of livestock. The Australian uh, 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 sheep, you know, has one of the best body wool. So they keep the wool. They used to use the wool from Australian livestock to make wigs that the women wear. Wig that we put on our hair. Some of them are from the skin of animals, especially Australian animals. And he said, the people who keep this sheep are the Jewish people. Are the Jewish people. Are the Jewish people. 
1976. I was in high school. This man said that. I didn't know the relevance of why this man should be teaching us that as of then. But today, I remember that the Lord has blessed the Jewish people so much so that when Joseph was collecting the wealth, he didn't realize that he was, he was producing wealth for Israel. And when they were leaving Egypt, they did not leave one cow behind. They went with every livestock, every livestock they ever had, all went to them. So the wealth that they had, you see, they brought their wealth. Oh my goodness. The Bible says in Genesis chapter 15, let me see, Genesis chapter 15, that God blessed Abraham in livestock. His wealth was measured in livestock. And you can see that when they were going to the promised land, when the Lord gave the land to Abraham, the Bible says that the livestock, the hares, the animals that, that, that Abraham had was so much so that it occupies a huge land. And of course, his nephew and all his family members were benefited from that. So the, the livestock, the hares were so many, they were fighting. They were in great disagreements to the extent that Abraham said, hey, Lord, you take one land, take any part of the land you want, and I will take the remaining. You see, up to now, everybody in the Middle East is fighting for that small land that is so wealthy. So it is not how big the land is that causes it to have wealth. It is the quality of the spirit of God in that land. That is very, very important. The quality of the word of God in you, the quality of the wisdom of God in you, the quality of the knowledge of God in you, that is very wealthy. That is the quality of Christians we must be. If we don't have the word of God in us, it will be very difficult, very, very difficult. Let me read this passage, Genesis chapter, chapter 15. I want us to see something there. Just a moment, please. Okay, it says, after these things, the word of the Lord came to Abraham in a vision. Fear not, Abraham, I am your shield, your reward. Your reward shall be very great. But Abraham said, oh Lord God, what will you give me? For I continue childless and the heir of my house is Eliezer. Is this the passage I wanted? No. Evanathia, are you there? 
or you've gone to work. Okay, can somebody find me? There is a passage, I don't think, I don't know whether it's 15 or 66, and Abraham had, well, was blessed in gold and silver and cattle, in cattle, not cattle, in cattle. Okay. I want that passage. I want us to see how every wealth Abraham passed on. Dr. Polly. Yes. I, I think it's Gen Genesis uh, 13 and two. Yes, you are right. Yes, 32. Yes, yes, you are right. Correct. Yes. Yeah, thank you very much. Okay. So right. Genesis chapter 13. You see the number 13 again showing up. <laughs> so Abraham went up from Egypt. You see Egypt showing up again. And his wife and all that he had and lots with him into the Negev. Now, Abraham was very rich in livestock, in silver and in gold. Abraham was very rich in livestock, in silver and in gold. And you see, the wealth of Abraham was transferred to Isaac. The wealth of Isaac was transferred to Jacob. And then when Jacob went to Laban's house, Laban also had livestock. And when it was time for Jacob to ask for payment, he asked for livestock. And Jacob left Laban's house with, with, with plenty of livestock. So from generation to generation, they were livestock keepers. They were herds. They nurtured their animals. And now going to Egypt, they took their livestock with them to Egypt. And from that same Egypt, Abraham has also grown his livestock that he took to Canaan. From Canaan, they came back to Egypt with the livestock. They did not throw away the wealth God has given to them. How do we preserve the blessings God gave us? Wherever they went, they carried the wisdom God gave them to keep livestock. So here we are. Joseph had wisdom in his, God gave him abundance of wisdom. And he told his brothers, those who hated him, those who didn't like him, he made them preserve the wealth that God gave to Abraham. He made them preserve the blessings that God gave to Abraham. Listen, no matter what God has given you, if you don't manage your trial very well, God forbid that you should lose it. If you don't manage your trial, you are running away from what God has prepared to build you, to nurture you, to mature you. Wherever you run to, 
don't be like the palm tree that was famous but was not fruitful and was not available when the Lord needed it. Let us be wise. Look at how in that same Egypt again, when there was famine, Joseph was gathering wealth for Israel because the Lord had already spoken. And that wisdom stayed with Joseph in his trial, in his challenges, in his difficulties. During all this time, you see how the Egyptians were bothering him. Kill us. If you cannot give us food, then kill us. Do you think it was easy for him to be a prime minister? No. The head that wears the crown is not easy. Leadership is not, is not a bread and butter place. He was being accused. He was being tormented. He was being chased by the very Egyptians he was protecting. So what did he do? He used wisdom and said, give us, your, give us your livestock. He gave all the livestock to Pharaoh and Pharaoh gave it back to his family. Let your family take care of the livestock. <laughs> wisdom. He didn't kill his brothers. He preserved them so that they will preserve the wealth of Abraham. The Lord said, wherever you go, Whoever blesses you shall be blessed, and whoever curses you shall be cursed. Are you seeing the secret of the dream? If I gave you a revelation and you hate me for it, you better be careful. If I gave you a revelation and you don't understand, go into fasting and prayer. Or come back to me, but don't dislike me. Don't pull away from me. Don't, don't hate me because the Lord has revealed to redeem. And the Lord gave me this language. I reveal to redeem. I reveal to save. I reveal to correct. I reveal, I reveal, I reveal. God always reveal to guide us, to lead us, to protect us. Don't run away from that revelation. Don't, don't. Currently we are fasting and praying against death. The spirit of death, premature death, is not only physical death. That three death will not enter our life if only we will obey. If only we will obey and do what we've been asked to do. That nobody will die physically, materially, emotionally, financially, academically. We are fasting, we are praying. And I am trusting the Lord that the mark of protection that he has given to us in Overcomer's house with the, with, the, with, with, with the covenant of the rainbow, that covenant will preserve us, will protect us. See how that covenant that God gave to Abraham is being preserved by the boy who was hated envied, strived, sold into slavery, attempted to be killed, he's still alive and he's still preserving. He's still preserving. So all the wealth of Egypt, ah, the Bible says, the wealth of the hidden shall be added unto the righteous. You can see the manifestation. 
all the wealth of Egypt came into the hand of Joseph and Joseph gave it to his brothers to present them so that by the time they were, they, they were leaving Egypt and going to the promised land, Pharaoh said to them, leave your livestock. You don't have to go with your livestock. Ah, Joseph had already warned them. Even my bones, don't leave my bones behind. Make sure you go with my bones. <laughs> I will be dead by the time you are leaving. But go with my bones. Not even my bones. The bones of the dead should not be left behind. Hey, hey, what a wisdom. What a wisdom. What a wisdom. Everybody just bow down your heads. Let's pray. Mute yourself and let's pray. That when God gives us revelation, whether we understand it or not, we will pray, we will fast so that the enemy will not rob us, so that the enemy will not destroy us, so that the enemy will not destroy our destiny, the destiny of our children, great-grandchildren. We will not run away from the truth. We shall know the truth and the truth shall make us free. Everybody pray for yourself because God is showing me something and he's using this passage to confirm it. Keep food. Money, a child will come. Money you, with money, you can't get the food. With money, you can't get the food. Already, the, the same most chefs are empty. Those who don't cook, I beg you, start learning to cook. One of these days, we have caterers in overcomers. We'll teach you how to cook rice. We'll teach you how to cook food you can preserve. So that during the time of famine, no overcomer will suffer. No overcomer will beg for food. Father, we thank you because you have kept us to the star. And you are giving us wisdom, such as to give to Joseph to preserve the covenant relationship you had with Abraham. Father, we pray that as you are revealing to redeem, to save, to deliver us from evil, we will respond to you. We will be honorable and honor your word. Father, help us and deliver us. Father, guide us, lead us, protect us, and cause your glory to be revealed as we learn the truth that a time of famine is coming and nobody can help us. As you helped the children of Israel in Goshen, that instead of them to suffer in the famine, they were gathering wealth. Instead of them to suffer, you caused them to gather the wealth of Egypt. Yes, Lord. And they gathered all the livestock of Egypt so that the children of Israel would not suffer from the poverty that was coming upon Egypt. Oh, Father, we thank you for such a revelation that you will preserve us and overcome us that no matter what happens in America or wherever we are, your hand will be upon us. Oh, Lord, that you bless us indeed. 
that you will expand our coast. Yes, and Lord. that your hand will be upon us. Will be upon us, Lord. That evil will not come mm. yes, in Lord. our ways. Jesus. Evil will not interfere with us. Yes, Lord. Oh, we thank you because you have given us this revelation. Yes, Lord. As Jabesh prayed, so we are praying. Yes, Lord. Thank you, Father. Thank you. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen. 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 Now, everybody, unmute yourself. Questions or reflection? Questions or reflection? Unmute yourselves, please, and let's ask questions or let's do reflection. Do I go by name so somebody will rescue? Nobody is ready to rescue, then I'm going to go by names. Mr. Bridget, unmute. Give us reflection, please. Princess Shala, unmute and give us reflection. Wow, nobody wants to give reflection. Okay, if no reflection, then Evan Athia, give us announcement and let's go. Uh, hello. Uh, what I have, uh, Dr. Polly said, um, he said we should always write down our dreams because the time will come when everything we write down will be revealed. We should date every dream and message, messages take, when we take notes, we should um, make sure they have a date. Um, they found in Genesis, I'm not sure if it was 47 because I wasn't paying attention. When we don't forgive, we take the word of God lightly we, and we become foolish. When Joseph's family came to Egypt, he, he told his father and his brother to go to Goshen, and they did. Uh, Jacob did what Joseph asked him to do. Joseph had saw into details what would happen after 400 years. And he went on to you know, talk about what uh, you saw during the time of the pandemic. And I remember that clearly, because I remember like even before the pandemic came, um, you said you, you had a revelation where you saw thousands and thousands of people were dying and um, that everybody was wearing masks. And you warned us not to remove our masks too soon because you said, you know, when the masks are removed, the pandemic is gonna hit again and a lot of people are gonna die. At that time, you also warned us about uh, buying food, you know, storing food, keeping food in our home because of what is to come. So in, you know, you said this chapter reveal to you, you know, as you, you know, expanding on it, what is gonna happen now? Joseph brought a, uh, 
Joseph's fathers and his father and his brothers obey every detail of what Joseph had said to them. The number 17 and 13 is significant. And you know, as we see where you read uh, from the passage in uh, Genesis 13 and 2, where it says uh, Abraham was rich in silver and gold. You went on to say how important uh, number 13 is. Joseph had a dream and told his brothers and they hated him even more. There was a lot of jealousy, was a lot of envy. But uh, 17 years later, when he was 33 years old, this dream manifested. And you continue to, you know, I would, you know, uh, warn us that when we get dreams or when anybody get dreams or revelation and they tell it to us, we should not be angry and want to run away. You know, because when we run away, we're running away from God, you know, present from his protection. You know, instead we should, you know, ask for help or, you know, ask for how to pray regarding these dreams. We should ask, you know, leaders, ministers of God, such as yourself, Reverend Peace, you know, Renaltia, who's always praying to help us to understand the dreams or revelation and to pray over them, you know, so that, you know, we don't run to a place of destruction. You know, 17 years later, they will come together because the dream will manifest. They told their brother, give us food. Why should we die because our money is gone? And he went on to say, there's gonna come a time in America where money will be of no value. And I've heard you said that before, you know, that money will not be of any value to us. You know, you said, may the Lord give us the wisdom to, you know, as he, as he had given to Joseph. So we, you know, we, as you said, you know, keep food in our house and keep replenishing, check the dates, you know, use up what is about to expire. And I remember I heard on television that canned food uh, can be used up to five years after the expiration date. And most food for that matter, because, you know, under labels of food, it says best if used before, but it doesn't mean that we can use it after the expiration date. There are some food like, or some dairy product that we know we have to throw away, but we have to just pay attention to the labels. And you said, you know, we change them out or trade them, use what is about to expire and replenish it. What God has spoken, nobody can change it. What God has spoken must come to pass, will come to pass, regardless of how we, we see it or we manage it or what we, we choose to do about it. We should just use wisdom in, you know, doing stuff, you know, regarding revelations that we receive. Today, Israelites are the greatest owners of livestock around the world. God blessed Abraham with livestock. His wealth was measured in livestock and his nephew and family benefit from the livestock. The quality of the word of God in us will cause us to be wealthy as Christians. Abraham was very rich in livestock, silver and gold, once again in Genesis 2. How do we preserve the blessing God gave to us? You know, because if God is giving us his blessing and we are misusing it, we, we are mismanaging it, we are not, you know, we're using it foolishly. You know, is he going to continue to pour out his blessing on us? He made them preserve the blessing of the blessing God has given to them. The palm tree was famous, but although the palm tree was famous, it was not available when God needed it. Let us not be like the palm tree. He did not kill his brothers 
but he preserved them to preserve the wealth of Abraham. God always revealed to guide, to protect, and to cover us. The covenant that God gave to Abraham was preserved by Joseph. Sarah told them to leave their livestock behind, but Joseph has already, he had already warned them to take their livestock out of Egypt and not to leave them behind, not even to leave his bone, and they obeyed. And because they obey, they prosper until today. And I want to stop there, Dr. Polly. Thank you, thank you, thank you, thank you. God bless you, Evangelist. Thanks, but thank you, Dr. Polly. Any other question or reflection, please? Well, Dr. Polly, good night. This is Sister Carol. Oh, God bless you, Sister Carol. Go ahead. I'm at work. I didn't get a chance to hear much because I'm at work. But I did hear a few things that you said. But I just wanted to um uh, confirm what you're talking about buying food and storing up stuff. Is I too have seen the famine that is coming. Mm. I've seen it. God showed it to me. I, I saw it in a dream. And I have been buying up stuff. Praise God. So just wanted to confirm that that you know i have seen it too and it is coming mm. you definitely have to be buying stuff and putting them away and as and, and as um the lady before me says you know things that may say the use before date on them it's not necessary it's not they're not it's not that after the date is passed they're not good no, they they are still good, you know. And if they're not having a rancid smell or rotten smell, things are still good. Use before date. A lot of these stuff are um just a way of making money. So they want to throw the old and buy more stuff so they mm -hmm. can make money. But it's not that these food are not good. Mm -hmm. They are still good mm. thank you very much god bless you you're welcome <laughs> we appreciate sister carol god bless you any other person please question or reflection uh, just a, a few words from me um you said that sometimes when we are going through trials it is because God is manifesting something in us. Mm. And uh, we see this in the life of Joseph. Um, last week, you spoke about the length of time that he was uh, in prison. And, and previously, you spoke about there are mountains and valleys, and we have to go through the valley before we can get to the mountain and Joseph really had to go through the valley to get to his mountain and he was in prison that many years. I didn't even realize that he was in prison that many years. I I mean my mindset was like he was in prison like for two years or so, not not that many <laughs> years. So so I mean, you know, he really he really went through his valley. Hmm. And then he got to his mountain. He was made prime minister of the nation. He was given authority over everything in Egypt, hmm. apart from uh, Pharaoh's uh, wife and his 
family. So, um, so God was taking him through this trial so that he could manifest something in him. And we continue to see the wisdom of Joseph um, in, in the way he settled in, in Egypt. So even from the time when you said, okay, um, you know, let us separate ourselves. Um, and, and this is just reinforced even more the purpose for the, the separation. Um, Proverbs chapter 13 says, the wealth of the heathen is being stored up for the righteous. And, mm-hmm. and here we see where the, 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 the children of Israel were inheriting the wealth of Egypt. And, uh, you know, the fact that they settled in, 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 uh, in Goshen, we were talking about positioning ourselves for our blessing. The fact that they they settled in Goshen. The internet tumbled. (laughs) Let somebody rescue. Something has happened to her internet. I hope her phone didn't die. Okay. Reverend Felicia, you want to rescue? From the, from the preaching, from the Bible study today, what I put down uh, in the teaching that I got, uh, we started from, um, you took us from the, you took us to Genesis 47. Verse thirteen. Uh, the introduction part that you already, uh, uh, Evangelist Sarah already said that uh, that we should always write down our dreams and did them because uh, God. And um, when we write down our dreams and did them, we'll see that God has been talking to us. Sometimes it is us that are not paying attention because. There must surely always be the word that God has been speaking to us through dreams must surely come to manifestation because we say that the dreams of the dream of Joseph, right from Genesis 37, was being made manifest in uh, in Genesis uh, uh, 47, and that uh, God gave Joseph this uh, this dream. And at the same time, also gave the dream to Pharaoh, and uh, God gave uh, Joseph extraordinary wisdom to be able to manage or to use that wisdom to go to accumulate or to 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 build up wealth. And uh, one thing that you said again is uh, that Joseph gave his parents. And his brothers, 
he gave them advice that they should stay in the land of Goshen. And when Pharaoh asked Jacob where he wanted to stay, he, he never deviated, he never said, oh, I am the, I'm the father, why will my son give me, tell me what to do or what to say? But he obeyed and carried out every instruction that Joseph had instructed them. And that uh, the, the, the children of Israel, the Jewish people, also what I wrote here again, he said we should make sure that uh, you, you kept emphasizing about what the Lord has been showing you for these past uh, three days and, and which you have been hammering on us since last year that we should make sure that we have food in our home. Uh, I also remember one time you asked us to not only food, but we should have like cash because there's gonna be a time where all these things will be in, in shortages or there will not be, there, 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 there's not gonna be it at all. Like we saw in that Genesis uh, chapter 47, verse 13, say there was great famine in the land. Um, we talked uh, also what I got there, I wrote down again here from the teaching and say how that the government, he said there's gonna be a time when the famine will be so great that even the president of America cannot help us. It cannot really help us. So God gave Joseph, the one thing that really stuck with me is that the wisdom that Joseph had he took all the, 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 the people came for him, to him for solutions, that they don't have food. They, have, they spent their money. They spent, they gave up, up their livestock. And also they, now they gave up themselves to be hired laborers. And all those wealth that Joseph collected, he transferred it to his brothers in Goshen because uh, Pharaoh also made them keepers of his livestock. And uh, we see that the Israelites, are, the Jewish people are great farmers, even all over the way. And they really, they are really, really rich. And not only rich, like financially, but in livestock. And that when they were, they were leaving Egypt, they left Egypt with everything. You say, why uh, the, uh, uh, Joseph instructed his brothers and uh, the, the, his parents to stay in the land of Goshen? Because he saw ahead what was going to happen years back in his dreams. And it came to pass that when uh, the, 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 the Israelites wanted to leave Egypt, they left with everything. They left with all their livestock, with all the goods that they had because they gained that with uh, Joseph. God gave Joseph the wisdom to manage it. Uh, the other thing that struck me is that uh, he said the quality of wealth that we have is 
is determined by the quality of the spirit of God in us, the quality of the word of God in us. Is what determines how wealthy we are, not about money or not about anything. And our character, our attitude, you know, it's really hammered really on the uh, forgiveness. So you've been teaching us forgiveness, but many, many of us are still bitter. Our environment, you know, you say, but you keep telling us the truth. So if I want to accumulate where, if I want to, if I want to build up wealth, I must make sure that I have the spirit of God is in me, the spirit of humility, sincerity, faithfulness, you know, the word of God. I must have to make sure that I read the word of God. I meditate on the word of God according to how God has instructed us. So if we, the other thing it struck me again tonight is that uh, sometimes the trials that we go through, <laughs> if, we don't, if we don't know how to manage our the trials that God has allowed in our life, we might not, we might lose what God has already has promised us, and we will not see the manifestation. Mm. So we must learn how to manage the trials that we go through with a good attitude. You know, we must do away with bitterness. We must do away with with uh, unforgiveness. Mm. So, that is some of the things uh, I, I that struck me from the teaching tonight. Amen. Amen. I ask that the Lord will help me. Yes. You know, to be able to manage the difficulties, the trials the challenges mm. that are before me so that I don't miss out on what the promise of God, the purpose of God for my life, mm. for the family and for the ministry in general in Jesus' name. Amen. Amen. Mm. Thank you very much, Reverend Felicia. God bless you. God bless you. Sister Carol, somebody rescued you. <laughs> Okay. I know too. Thank you. <laughs> your, phone, your phone went on, on leave vacation. <laughs> yeah, it but it's okay. All right. Okay. <laughs> All right. Reverend Afia, any announcement before we close? Um, just to remind us that we have um Tomorrow is Wednesday. We have prayer meeting at 9 p.m. On Thursday, we have um, class for those who are registered uh, for 5.30 p.m. And on Friday, we have family prayer at 9 p.m. Saturday morning, we have school for those who are registered at 10 a.m. And we continue to prepare ourselves for um, Overcomers Expression through the following week with prayer and fasting Monday, Tuesday, and Wednesday. This Sunday, we meet for service at 9 a.m. Dr. Pauline said she has to go and minister somewhere. So she's asking us in Overcomers House to come in early as service is finishing early. So um, let us endeavor to be there on time as she leaves out um, 
early for her preaching appointment. Let us also continue to pray over the ministers that are coming in to minister. Amen. Amen. And this Friday we have night vigil. At 10 p.m. At 10 p.m. All right. So we'll have two hours intensive prayer and we'll be meeting at Overcomer's house. I, All right. I so, don't know about Zoom. I don't know whether there will be Zoom or not. Okay, so Dr. Paul, you see that we're having night vigil. There won't be the family prayer at 9 p.m. It's so, the same thing we are transferring. You we'll yes. do the family prayer there. So it's the we, same thing. Yeah. You forgot? No, I'm saying, seeing that we're having the night vigil. Um, okay. Yes, we're not having the. Okay, so we are all coming to Vakame's house, except those who are far. Those who are far. I you open the prayer line. You, you can't yes. through the prayer line because I can't promise that there'll be Zoom. So you'll be on the prayer line. We're not doing Zoom. Um, we'll do the family prayer at 10 o'clock. So everything is involved at 10 o'clock. We're not doing mm -hmm. 9 o'clock. Yeah, everything will be at 10 o'clock. So those coming to Vakame's house, please endeavor to be there and let's come together and put and 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 lift the fire, the bonfire against the enemy. Amen. 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 So, like I said on Friday, you know the kind of challenge that is before you. So let your sacrifice. The, your altar sacrifice be according to your need. Is an altar sacrifice against the spirit of death and all the confusion that is about to rise again in the world. I am not telling anybody whether you should bring $10 or $100. You consider your sacrifice. We are doing as Noah did in Genesis chapter 8, verse 20. Let God smell your sacrifice and let him take care of you and whatever the problem is. Amen? Amen. If you have your communion, take your communion. Otherwise, if you have water, you either have your communion elements or you have water. Whatever you have. Just make a declaration over it. That the Lord protect us and deliver us from evil that whatever happens wherever we are, whether in America or outside America, the Lord will preserve us as he preserved the children of Israel in Goshen. Let's wherever we are be like Goshen, like as Goshen was to the children of Israel. When the plague was released to afflict Egypt, the children of Israel were protected in Goshen. Let Overcomer's house be like Goshen. Amen. Let Overcomer's house be like Goshen. Amen. That the plague will not touch us. Amen. Whatever kind of plague is being released, Overcomer's house shall be saved. Amen. Overcomer's house shall be protected. Amen. The Lord will lift his banner over us. Amen. The Lord will release his banner over us. Amen. He will keep us in his wings. Amen. He will, he will cover us in the cleft of the rock. 
Amen. Father, we thank you and we bless you as we take the communion tonight. Amen. Jehovah God, we respect and honor your command. Yes, Lord. Every divine instruction you have given to us yes. enable us to obey yes, as Joseph obeyed and preserved the promise you gave to Abraham. So let us obey and preserve the promise you are giving to us in the Wakanda's house. Amen. We thank you, Lord, and we bless you. In the name of the Father, the Son, and the Holy Spirit, eat ye all and drink ye of it. In Jesus' name, amen. Amen. Okay, let's share the grace. The grace of our Lord Jesus Christ, God, and the sweet fellowship of the Holy Spirit be with us now forever. goodness and mercy shall follow us all the days of our lives, and we shall dwell in the house of the Lord forever. Amen. Amen. So see you tomorrow at 9 p.m. on the prayer line. God bless you. Amen. God be with you. Amen. Amen. All right. Good night. Good night. Sweet dreams. Sweet dreams. Mm -hmm.